Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So after analyzing the game, um, I thought, um, you know, I thought special teams was basically a push. Um, not a whole lot happened. Um, in terms of that phase, you know, I thought it was nice that Peyton got two field goals again. It's a good and a bad thing. Um, but they did beat us in the field position game, which, which was hard. Our best starting field position was the 25-yard line. And they had two f- plus 50 field possessions. You know, one we had to punt out of our end zone, and then we threw the pick. And so we all know what that looks like. Um, on defense, you know, they made some plays on us, but I mean, putting the tape on, our kids played hard. Um, you know, the goal line stands were really, really good, and we should have had probably a third. We just fit a gap wrong. Um, but on the other side, you know, we had too many explosive plays. Um, too many explosive plays in the pass game for our liking, and they ran the ball really effective. I thought Scarlett did a did a really good job. He's a he's a he's a hard nosed back. I think he's underrated and falls forward and is patient. And he did a good job. And then on offense, you know, the the pass game we lacked explosives for sure in that area, and. Um, you know, probably overall, we probably should have run the ball a little bit more. Just looking back, because um, I think our offensive line, our backs were were doing a pretty good job of of getting downhill and and those type of things. Um, you know, I really like the mentality that Rich brings to the offense. And so, regarding him, still don't know his status. Um, might not be, you know, obviously he's laying out on the field in pain and you think it's going to be forever and it might not be forever. So, um, you know, he's getting somebody to look at him, um, a specialist, and we'll figure it out a little bit more. So we still don't have um, total information on him, although it's might be better than we thought with him laying on the field like he was. So that's my, my two cents on, on the Stanford game. As far as the passing game goes, we've talked before a lot about the younger wide receiver. Yeah. You've given us your, your take on that. Is that perspective changed at all after what you saw Saturday? I mean, here's the thing. They just, you know, guys, they just put it on tape in practice. And people don't understand, like, um, you know, you got to do it in practice. You can't do it half the time or three quarters of the time. Now, do we need to rotate maybe some more guys in there? And and actually, we've been really trying to do that with certain personnel groups. But they haven't been getting called maybe as much as we thought they were. So we'll take a better look at that and maybe rotate a few more guys in there. Um, but, um, you know, I mean... 
too many drops, obviously. We probably counted five between tight ends and receivers, which is, you know, is too many. And so we got to just tighten that up, throwing and catching for sure. Um, you know, the other thing that really stood out, obviously, on offense was our, you know, on probably both sides, but it's third downs. You know, that was that was um, one area that we we got beat we got beat bad in that area. We've been pretty good there, and that was that was painful. Chris, it looked like you it had that empty look where there's no nobody in the backfield other than Jacob and. And you guys are, are trying to spread them out, obviously, and yeah. find some things. What, especially on third down, what, what did you think you were going to be able to take advantage of? Well, you get leverage in matchups, and all you need is a little bit of space. And, um, you know, certainly we misfired on one. We had it. We had it on either side, and we just misfired. And we don't need much yardage in those situations. And, um, you know, we complete the pass. Looks great. We're not even having this conversation. But if not, you know, it's easy to look back. And, you know, so I was kind of talking about running the ball maybe a little bit. But we, we, we did have it. We just we misfired on the pass and catch. You talked about it a little after the game, about how many times Aaron was targeted. Mm-hmm. Why do you think more receivers weren't able to get involved? Um, yeah. Um, you know, again, I think coverage dictates. You know, that's where he's going to go. And, um, you know, I think Aaron had two of them that were dropped. Um, which is painful because those are those are I mean when you're playing a tight game those are those are critical. But Aaron also makes some tough catches, and Aaron's a, you know a good player. And um, you know to your guys' point, we'd like some other guys to get involved, and more so for sure. I, we we don't ever like it when the ball's going to one guy. I mean that makes it easy for everybody on the other side. So you mentioned the way you guys practice. What do like Austin Osborne and Spiker in particular, those two guys, mm-hmm. what do you need to see from them to get them into the game more? They need to, one, be more detailed in terms of learn, you know, what we're doing out there. And they're making progress. They really are. And they're practicing and they're getting a lot of reps out there. Um, they just, you know, aren't, aren't where the other guys are right now. But they are growing and they're getting better all the time. But that's not going to be the – you guys, you don't come to practice and you don't see what's going on out there. And that's no, you know, knock on those guys. They're getting better. They're young players. And that's what it is. I mean, we're not going to not put our best guys out there because we think we got some better players sitting on the sidelines, right? I mean, that makes no sense. What's your expectation for receivers in this offense for – having details down well enough to play and contribute to the level of, yeah. like in terms of time in the program? I don't know. Um, there's no timetable. It's when a guy picks it up. We played, you know, we played freshmen out there, Dante Pettis and, um, you know, John Ross played as a true, all those type of things. And, he, and so as long as they can pick it up, they can play. Now, when a guy's playing, you'd love to get him more involved. You know, Puka's playing, and we'd like to get him more involved just being out there on the field. And so we do pay attention to that. But that's not the issue. You know, that wasn't the issue on Saturday. You know, the guys that we were going to, we need to be more detailed there. And those guys are our most detailed guys right now. You mentioned how they were more physical than you guys were on Saturday. Um, Is that something that – how do you fix something like that? I don't think – looking back, I think our guys played physical. I think our guys played hard. I mean, that's where the film, like, it's never as bad, it's never as good. I mean, the end result was as bad. But those kids play hard. And they throw themselves in there, and there was physical play. Stanford, you know, that's their style. That's our style a little bit. And 
um, our guys played hard. When you look specifically at their offensive line versus their your guys' yep. offensive line, right at that point of attack, how, how did you feel like yep. the way the game went in that particular? Yep, game? and I, I thought it was you know kind of a stalemate. I mean, obviously, and then Scarlett did a great job finding creases. Now I do think we got to get out blocks better. There were some single blocks that, and some guys freed up that got to make plays. You know, when our when our when they're double teaming our D line, our backers got to get off and make plays. And when they're single blocking our D line, some of those guys got to get off and make plays. You know, that's the game right there. It's, that's the cat and mouse game. And so, um, you know, I, I think we got to do better in those areas. I know that also that both um, Leatu played and Asa Turner played, so now they're red shirts are gone. Mm-hmm. But in terms of some of these other guys that are coming through, whether it's the linebackers or some of these younger defensive linemen, do you are you anticipating kind of involving those guys a little bit more? Like I said last time, you know, there's maybe one or two other guys. I mean, we're still about in the middle of the season, and you'd probably like to save everybody at this point, but there's still a lot of ball left to be played. So there might be one or two other guys who are still looking at. With Ahmed getting six carries in that game, was that more of a situational thing that he wasn't more involved, or how would you explain that? Yeah, I think so. I think a situation – I mean – Rich Newton was doing some pretty good things and put Sean McGrew in there and he's doing some pretty good things and so that's that's how it goes and um, you know like I said before I mean I, I like how we rotate our backs and I don't think we have one guy that's like needs to be in there the whole time and I think Keith Bonford does a great job with that Selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast Chris you talked about how unique the atmosphere was down there beforehand Mm -hmm. and just you notice because we can hear up here in the meeting room some of the things that are going on on the field in terms of noise and Mm -hmm. things you're using to prepare and obviously that was kind of noticeably absent last week what, what exactly were you trying to, to do to try to get those guys maybe comfortable being uncomfortable in that spot? Well, we're always, I mean, that's really everything that we're always trying to do every week, you know, is we're trying to put them in that environment and make them a little uncomfortable like the game will be, like we think the game will be. Um, but, you know, the environment didn't have anything to do with that. Um, you know, we, we worked on it. We talked about, like, you know, we just, we got outplayed. We got outcoached. I mean, that's, 
that's what it was. And sometimes you have those games. You know, it was a frustrating game for, for everybody involved, you know. And um, like I said, credit to Stanford. I mean, that's all you can say is those guys did a better job than we did across the board. I think you were out coached that game. Well, you, their schemes work better than our schemes. That's it. That's it. I mean, yeah. What else do you want me to say? You, you brought it up. I was just wondering. Yeah. yeah. Do you think the late starts affect your team at all? You know, I don't think so. Um, you know, I think down the road, there can be a cumulative effect when you're back to back, you know, on the road and getting home at, you know, late. Um, you just got to get the guys back on schedule and try to help them keep up with sleep and those type of things. Chris, you said? Uh, the beginning of the, before the season began, that you and Bush Hamden talked about throwing deeper, more on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Did, has that manifested, it didn't seem to work Saturday. Was that a function of play calling or was it uh, their schemes? Um, yeah, I think coverage dictates a lot and we took some shots and, um, you know, we, we had two. We, we, we left two touchdowns. One, one was a deep one that we hit Aaron on, and we had him beat. And we just a little underthrown. Made a big play. That should have been a touchdown. And then we had another touchdown in the red zone where we had a little protection issue and quite, couldn't quite get the ball to Hunter. And that was a touchdown. So, you know, we had stuff that we left on the field. And, um, you know, that's part of the game. I mean, that the execution's got to come through and all those type of things. And that, you know, that comes to us to get those guys a little more dialed in and more reps on those type of throws and protections and all those type of things. But, you know, we, we had stuff out there that was, was there for the taking. You mentioned the missed tackles after the game. What did you see in that area when you looked at the tape? Just that, you know, I mean, um, I think you're, you know, it's, that's one of the things on defense that you're always – frustrated about most of the time. It's like, we got to tackle better. We got to tackle better. Um, I think when things are going really well on defense, you don't hear those words. When things aren't going so well, you're going to hear that from everybody in the country. And it's something that, you know, um, like we talk about every single week. I mean, it's, it's stuff that we work on. You get a little bit of live contact stuff in a real smart way. And, um, you know, you do you do the rest in terms of body position and all that stuff every week, every day. Chris, speaking of consistent themes around college football, like the missed tackle thing you talked about, there's not one fan base in college football that won't criticize a coordinator after a game like that. What do you make of the? I just, I mean, that's it. You know, it's going to come down. I mean, you just got to pick who it's going to be, right? It's either going to be the head coach, it's going to be the coordinator, it's going to be the quarterback. Or it's going to be, you know, some group. I mean, it's just <laughs> that's just the world we live in, and we get it. And you know, I mean, that's that's sports. You know, that's how it goes. I think he's doing a good job. You know, we're working hard. And do we need to score more than 13 points? Yes. I mean, that's obvious, right? I mean, you're not going to win many Pac-12 games scoring. You win now and again, but not many scoring 13. We got to get more than that. And that's obvious. Chris, you guys have been pretty good about not giving up explosives defensively. Yeah. Asking, what did you see that popped up with? Well, one, one, you know, we had a really bad blown coverage. And then the other one, um, they had us on a screen. They throw their tight end, twice got us, 
you know, good execution. Three times probably got us on that. And he's a hard guy to defend. I mean, he just really is. He's a matchup problem for everybody around the league. And um, and so, you know, that's that's the thing. Those those explosives in the past game were a little bit more uncharacteristic than we like. And um, and so they, they did a good job mixing, you know, those throws and were just explosive enough there and ran the ball effectively. It's, you know, it's like how we'd like to play too. Where is the, the passing game right now compared to where you thought it would be after you, you studied things in the offseason and, and made whatever change? Yeah, we're trying. We're trying to do that, you know, but you also play to your strength. And, like, I go back and we probably should have ran the ball more. Our offensive line and run, I mean, that's, you know, if we're going to second guess and all that, which we always do as coaches, right, and look back, it's like probably should have ran the ball maybe more a little bit here. That's what, that's what we were doing pretty effectively. And um, so, yeah. Why is that, is that so hard to adjust in-game? Obviously, it's always going to be easier when it's over to look back and say what you should have done differently, but why is it so hard during the game? Well, I think we're trying to get points. Like everybody need, knows we want, and they come slower through the run game, and explosive plays can change the, change the game, and so it's always that cat-and-mouse game. How hard is it, Chris, to, to they, I mean, they just hog the ball. I mean, when it comes down to it, that's, right. what, they want, that's what they want to do. So when you right. get behind... How do you want to run right. the ball more when you also have to score more points? That's their game. You know, they get they get a lead and they hang on to it. I mean, we really were familiar with their game. And like I said, they just executed their plan better than we did. They got the lead and then they had the ball, what was it, 40 minutes to or 20. And so now you're trying to make your drives really matter. And so you're picking, choosing when you're going to try to throw the ball down the field and take a shot as opposed to like, you know, the four yards cloud of dust kind of mentality. And so it's it's that cat and mouse game right there. And um, it wasn't like we didn't have them on our sheet and weren't trying to think when we're going to do that. And um, then you get behind and they're going to play a little bit softer and it's a little bit harder to do that was the amount of time the defense was on was that dictating the fact that you weren't trying to go up tempo maybe as much as you would have liked to yeah um that kind of varies game to game but yes yeah i mean it's um you know they're out there and um, they do a great job of eating clock and all those type of things and sometimes you can go out there and very quickly be back on the sideline and so all that's a factor you mentioned that the guys had played hard, but in the first half, I think Stanford had almost seven points or seven yards on first down. Say that again. Uh, in the first half, Stanford averaged almost seven yards on first down. Was yeah. that a function of um, getting beat at the point of the attack, or were you surprised by? Yeah, that? Uh, both. You know, yeah, I mean, they did a good job coming off and they were pushing the pile, and our guys were not either, you know, either tackling things slash fitting the gap right and not getting off blocks. Chris, the second week in a coverage bus for a, a long time. Mm-hmm. What did you see on film there? What happened there? Yeah, safety didn't get over. It's hard, hard way to give up a touchdown for us. Easy way for them. Can he go back to that spot this week? We'll, we'll you know, we'll rotate guys. Chris, they were more physical. Did that surprise you? No. I mean, I said that after the game, and then you put the tape on, and I think both sides played physical. You know, I think they they were physical. I mean, it wasn't like our guys were not playing hard and playing physical. We didn't tackle well enough. We didn't fit gaps probably well enough to stop them what we were doing. So that's what I would say. When you this game to the Cal game earlier, are there many similarities that you see in terms of where you got beat? 
Well, um, didn't win. Um, you know, like throw the ball better. You know, those two things. That, that play to Fahoka, was it the same play against USC, just opposite side of the field? The one that he... The 42-yard touchdown for Stanford. That, that no, look, he was just wide open running down the field. Right, but I'm saying the coverage bus was in the same... No, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know uh, last year there was the focus of making, uh, talking about keeping Jake Browning from going backwards and moving more laterally. Did, yeah. Was that something you saw Jacob Beeson doing a little bit too much? In the pocket? Yeah. yeah. We, don't, we don't ever like when the quarterback's reversing his field and running around like that. So, yeah. Arizona Saturday. Tucson. Mm-hmm. Uh, last time you were down there, it was a tough one, obviously. Um, what do you see on Tate? It was a good one. <laughs> what do you see from Khalil Tate? Yeah. On- I mean, he is something else. I mean, he really is. He can run like, you know, nobody I've seen in quite a long time playing quarterback. Creates a lot, a lot of issues with, with those, with his feet. And it's a really strong arm. I mean, he can sit on his back foot and he can throw it 60 yards down the field or he can scramble around and flick it across the field. And, you know, it's all that kind of stuff. And so they do a good job with that up-tempo, using his legs in the run game. And then if you cover things, you know, he's really, really dangerous. It's almost better to go back on the road after a game like you had Saturday to kind of bring the team together again. And- no, I'd like to be at home. <laughs> okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.